Hey there, welcome back to the Path to Zion podcast where we are rediscovering the ancient way. Thank you for listening today. You can always find us online 24-7 at pathtozion.com or on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel there, won't you? We've got some new teachings, um, a long series that is actually ongoing right now as I record this episode. Um, not quite sure how many parts that's going to be. You will already know by the time this one posts. Whatever the case, you can find us there. Search for Path to Zion Podcast at YouTube. And as always, you can send us an email. Connect with us at pathtozionpodcast at gmail.com. Hopefully you are doing well in these interesting hours that we are living in here on the earth. A year, a calendar year as we know it anyway, is about to wrap up. 2020 is almost behind us. What a year. Memorable, wouldn't you say? One thing, though, that is is not shakable, that is not movable, that is, is entirely set. And that's what I want to talk about for a few minutes today. And it all started this morning. Most mornings in our house, most, most all the time, period, we have music playing in our home. Um, all we listen to is worship music, a lot of Hebrew music. Um, it's not something that's staunch and uh, legalistic or anything like we will not listen. We just don't really, where we are in our life, We that's, it's been a long journey getting here, but we just, if it's not true worship, if it's not singing about the Lord or or singing to Him, praising Him, we're just really, why would I want to sing that? I mean, I don't want to sing about love songs to, you know, a spouse or I don't know. We're just kind of (laughs) hard. I'm trying to think of where to go from here. We listen to worship music in our house. That's just what we do. A lot of scripture music. This morning there was a song playing, and it's called Unfailing. And it's it's one of my favorite songs. I came across this guy, I don't know, maybe three years ago. And I just love his music. And, and this song specifically is just talking about the unfailing love and perfection of the Father. Um... It's just really, it's a moving song. Every time I hear it, I listen to that, his records on repeat for, oh my gosh, months when I first came along his stuff. And I still listen to it with regularity. But he's talking in this song just about the perfection of the Father and his relentless love and mercy and kindness. It says the the years have left no trace upon your unfailing love. Not one time have you forsaken me. No, never once. And and part of the chorus and bridge repeats a simple yet profound phrase that says you've never been wrong. You've never been wrong. And just repeats that. And so as that's playing in our house this morning and our, our day is getting started, I just... You know, a lot of times what we do is we just kind of talk. We just have open dialogue. What do you think about this verse? What do you what do you think about this? This is what is kind of on my mind today. 
That's how our whiteboard got started. That's how a lot of podcast episodes get going. It's just it's an it's an overflow from our life, not the other way around. And so I was just saying, do you do you guys realize I'm saying that to my son and my wife? Do y'all realize that Yahweh Elohim has never been wrong? Now that might might sound quite elementary and Sunday school level discussion, but man, do you understand that principle? Have you been wrong in the last 30 minutes in your thinking, in your doctrine, in your belief system, in your sin, in your imagination? Have you been wrong lately? (laughs) Constant error in us. Constant. Even, Even for those of us who are who are truly striving to be holy as he is holy. To try, to try with everything we know to be obedient sons to the commands of the Father. Um, all these things in place, yes. Studying to show ourselves approved. We are constantly wrong. We're in a constant condition that could be labeled, simply put, wrong. <laughs> Your doctrine and understanding towards biblical truths wrong, flawed. They do have error in them. Of course, and just to be clear, in case it needs mentioning, mine, probably greater so. Wrong. (laughs) It doesn't negate us from being pursuers of the ways of the Father. It doesn't remove us or or sideline us in any way because guess what here's the beauty of it is is the father already knows he knows our our weaknesses yeshua the son he surely gets it i've talked about this in countless episodes over the years and in messages and in bible studies and in home gatherings the beauty and the reality that's that's hidden and buried within the emmanuel reality which is yeshua the son he gets it more than ever why He's the mediator. He became flesh. (laughs) I love talking about this, and if I'm not careful, this whole segment will become that. Yeshua, the Messiah, knows the struggle that we are in today. Why? (laughs) He became flesh and dwelt among us, friends. He became as you. Literally. Same struggles, same temptations but yet perfect, flawless, never been wrong. So it man, I mean this 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 could be this could be multiple episodes as is generally the case with anything we talk about here. So so let's just talk about this and then I'm going to shift gears a little bit and talk about a a more natural understanding and an example of of what I'm kind of pondering on this morning. But let's talk about this for a moment just because it it expands our understanding of the greatness of the Father. It magnifies Him, glorifies, expands Him, Gadol. He's made great when we talk about these things. Principalities and powers take notice, friends, when humankind chooses by the will 
to glorify and magnify the name above all names, the king of all kings, the creator. So as, as if it's not enough to just be Yahweh Elohim, seated above every throne, principality, power, king, ruler, nation. He understands our, our lowly condition. He understands it. He created us. Does the, does the creator not understand fully his creation? Does the potter not know every little crack and crevice and bend and, and fissure within the clay vessel that he created? Of course, his hands molded it and made it so. He knows. Fully. <laughs> fully aware. He knows our frailty. There's, there's countless scriptures about this. You know, you know our condition. You know our our design. You are our creator. So he is fully aware. He's not surprised by our depravity or our rebellion or our flaws, sin, error. He knows fully. He gets it. <laughs> For millennia, he has been tracking, if you will, the lowly condition of mankind. Yet extending himself fully to us, to redeem us, purchase us, change us, literally metamorphosis, transform us through what? Through the awesome suffering servant mediator Messiah reality of the God-man. <laughs> A pleasing and acceptable sacrifice by going into himself via the Son, capital S-O-N. And so when we do that, we are then going into the, the human version of perfection. Yahweh Elohim encased in flesh and blood. Incredible. Incredible. Now, I'm not talking about that right now because this is, quote, the Christmas season. This is, is the Christmas season. That's not arguable, but Yeshua wasn't born this week. <laughs> There's no Bethlehem star. I'm sorry. We've got a, a few things off. I know it's warm and cozy and makes everybody feel good. I understand. That's fine. But if we really want to know the truth, we've got to go to the scriptures and unearth all the deeper things that are within there that give us more understanding than what we presently have been handed. And only those who really want more than just the traditional warm, fuzzy traditions of men, only, only those will find it, the deeper things. But the, the fact remains, he came as a human being, fully God, fully man, purpose, purpose, uh, perfectly accomplished the will of the Father. Every desire, every single thing, all the commands of Yahweh, perfect. Not just perfect in like the sight of man, but perfect... <laughs> Deemed perfect by the only one, the only opinion that matters, which is his father. And so here we have a, a, another level, if you will, of the incredibleness of Yahweh's plan because he became flesh and dwelled among us. So now, as if he didn't already know the lowly condition of man, holy cow, Yeshua, the God man, lived it out. Because you see, 
Yahweh, who has no beginning and no end, he had never been a man. He's not as man in that way. He is spirit. Now we are created in in their likeness, but he is spirit. And so when he chose to become a, a physical being and lower himself to levels we cannot even comprehend, wow, Yahweh God took on even another perspective of humanity by literally becoming it, us. It's incredible. So to say that he knows our condition is an understatement, (laughs) right? We do understand that. He knows because he's the creator. He formed us, fashioned us. He knows because of this, and he knows because he has literally become us. So he knows, trust me. He, he chooses throughout all of history to, by his own will, by his own decision, which is astonishing, to join himself with mankind and intertwine all of his ways with humanity and invite us in to his work. It's incredible. We talk about that often as well. It's a very big topic here on, on our podcast. And so I'm going to say this, and then we'll make today brief. When my son was younger, he doesn't really do it so much now, but, you know, a couple years ago, we are very open and honest in our home about our own condition. My wife and I have have always been very quick to admit our own wrongs, our own faults. You know, when we lose our temper and, you know, yell at our son or, or just not demonstrating behavior that is godly and right and that we're, we're trying to train him to do and to be, we, we are generally pretty quick to say, hey, you know, dad was wrong. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have spoken to your mom that way. I shouldn't have said what I did to you. I shouldn't have huffed when I was upset about this. Or, you know, we could have endless, endless examples. Maybe your house isn't like that, but mine is. <laughs> but we've always been honest to say, you know what? Man, dad's got problems, Noah. I've got problems, son. That's why I need a savior. I need I need a patient father. Because I'm not patient a lot of times. Because I'm I have error in me. I have flaws. I'm not I'm not perfect, son. I need a savior, a rescuer, a deliverer. I need everything that that Yahweh sent me in his son Yeshua. I need him. And that's okay. <laughs> Open admittance of our wrongs. And I remember when he, when he started getting old enough to really kind of comprehend what I was saying, and I would say something, I can, I can give you examples specifically. We might be driving along in the truck, and I'll say, you know, no, you just need to understand that, that you know, your daddy has, has a lot of flaws. I make a lot of mistakes, son. I know that I'm not pleasing God with my actions. And, and I remember when, I fir- when he first started getting old enough to comprehend what I was saying and he began, became more conversational. No, Dad, that's not true. Now, he still does some of this in measure when we have just, like, open confession. Not, like, scheduled or anything, but like I'm already saying. You know, gosh, son, forgive me for talking to your mom like that this morning. You shouldn't have heard that. Daddy was out of line. 
you know, that's what I mean, just to be clear. But I remember when he first started being able to understand this, and he would say, I would say, for example, you know, I just really need, I really need Yahweh to help me, son. My behavior is just really stinky. No, Dad. No, it's not. You're fine. You're awesome, Dad. And I would say, no, no, no. You know, you don't understand. Like, there's sin in Daddy. There's there's rebellion in me. No, there's not. No, there's not. <laughs> in his innocence, in his... <laughs> ignorant state as a young child he didn't understand and in his sight why am i saying this in his sight daddy was flawless daddy was perfect and there's and why am i saying that there's such a beautiful there's something beautiful within that the innocence of that even in it being not even in its error course it's not true me his father sin rebellion error wrong often but yet something beautiful from beautiful from the perspective of a son looking at his father through eyes of of just love and you know what dad you're just perfect you're flawless dad don't be talking about what you do wrong. You don't do anything wrong. <laughs> Just the beauty of the innocence of that. And what I mean is here's the awesome beauty of that picked up and moved over and placed upon us as we look upon our Father, our Heavenly Father. That's actually true. That's actually true. Yahweh, the Elohim of Elohims, creator, sustainer, the God of Israel, keeper of all things, the Alpha, the Omega, seated and throned upon the highest of heavens. Y'all, that's who he is. That, that kind of fantasy-esque view that my son had towards me in his innocence when he was young and that there's that understanding in his little mind like man daddy's perfect daddy doesn't do anything wrong don't you dare even say that that's possible it's impossible that's beautiful because that's the innocence of a of a son of a child towards his father but even more beautiful even more great is the is the reality that that is actually true for us, when we look towards our, our Heavenly Father, it's actually true. Therefore, so much more beautiful because it's factual. He really is perfect. He really is flawless. He really has never, ever, ever been wrong. He is incapable of being wrong. In closing, the, the whiteboard verse that came out of this song that repeats that, that verse, You've Never Been Wrong, where we started the program moments ago, I landed in Deuteronomy chapter 32, verses, verses 3 and a little bit into 4. For I will pro- proclaim the name of Yahweh. Come, 
Declare the greatness of our God, the rock. His work is perfect, for all his ways are just. So we talked about that this morning in closing. We can take great pride, boasting in the perfect ways of our Father. All his ways are perfect. All his ways are just. The works of his hands have never been wrong. He has never had a wrong thought. He has never had a wrong doctrine. He has never had a wrong idea. He's never had a wrong implementation of that idea. He has never said, oops, shouldn't have done it that way. Never, ever, ever has he, is he now, or will he ever be wrong? Friends, this is encouraging to us. In a world that's so shaking right now, and this is what I tell people, I hear so many believers, and this really, it hurts my heart, I hear so many believers who are literally like drowning and trying to keep their mouths barely above the surface saying literal, literal words now. I'm just trying to make it through. I'm just trying to make it through. I'm trying, this is verbatim in the last 48 hours, I'm trying to believe that God really is in control of all of this. Friends, I would would insert this. If you have not watched the series that I just completed on YouTube titled Inhabitants Who Were Meant to Sojourn and Called to Come Out, stop right now and go watch that. Why? There is a there is a demand upon humanity right now that is coming straight from the from the the righteous arm of the Father who is giving us an opportunity to be set. Because this is what I tell people. I told someone this two days ago. I'm not moved. I'm not worried. I'm not shaken. I'm not nervous. I'm not anxious. I've heard leaders and teachers, man, I'm so anxious so terrified of what's coming because I feel like we're losing control of our own nation. Yes and amen. Yes and amen times 4,000. Lose control. Why? So that the creator of all things can take control and rightfully so. This year has been an opportunity to do that and I'm telling you, again, I will oppose the favorable word of all the prophets of the hour, air quotes, who are saying, blessings coming, blessings coming, just hold on a little longer, God would not call us to go through this stuff. It's falsehood. It's tickling of the ears. If 2021 is full of blessing, favor, and all that, we will absolutely hands down miss what the Father is trying to do in our midst. Why? He's trying to press us into a dependence to look upon Him and say, you know what? Yahweh, every single thing in myself that's apart from you and within the patterns of this world and every single thing therein is wrong, flawed, wavering, unsettling, and should be by comparison. God, you alone, you alone are just and right and true. In all 
all of the works of your hands are perfect. My entire trust and dependence, the best I know how today, and hopefully more so in incremental measure as every moment of this day passes, it's in you. It's in you. It's in you. Because you've never been wrong. It's incredible. Think on that today, won't you? Again, check out that series if you haven't yet. You will be offended. Check your offense level first. Okay, so if if zero is you are completely unoffendable, is ten is like nobody can really touch any of your doctrine or beliefs or, or personal understanding. If you're above five, tread lightly on that series. <laughs> you will be offended. I don't know anybody that it wouldn't offend. It has to. It offends me. But that's irrelevant. We need shaking, friends. We need to allow the shaking to accomplish its purposes and to drive home the point that Yahweh God, He's never been wrong. His ways are perfect. My dependence is upon Him. It's not on these kingdoms of men. Man, they're all passing away. He will endure. His ways will endure. His kingdom is unshakable, tangible, and equally yet to come, yet before us, as we're sojourners in this land, leaning into the Creator. He is good. You've been listening to the Path to Zion podcast. Find us online 24-7, pathtozion.com. Subscribe, like all those things on YouTube. Just search our channel, Path to Zion podcast. And finally, as always, you can send us an email, Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening wherever you are in the world. We are rediscovering the ancient way. Amen.